Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we welcome Michael Cohen, Vice President of Engineering at Teletracking. Let's listen in as Michael discusses Teletracking's migration to the cloud and the benefits to clients. A little over two years ago, Teletracking made a decision to migrate or at least start building a platform called the IQ platform in the, in the cloud. And then over time, eventually migrate our customers to that platform. It's been a challenge for sure. Maintaining the business, maintaining the building of, of technology that we have to continue to support from a customer standpoint, but also by moving us to what we think is the next generation platform for, uh, for Teletracking. When we started the process off, we knew that it was going to be a, a transitional period and it was going to take quite a bit of time to occur. We've slowly made some uh, good progress toward that. We have our community access portal cap product release as part of the Teletracking IQ platform, as well as our, as well as our on-call, on-call schedule and our transfer center, our next generation transfer center, TCIQ. And those have been fully built and 100% built within the Teletracking's IQ platform. During that process, we've integrated several of our on-premise solutions so that they can integrate with those cloud offerings. So our CMS and CWS suites, as well as our existing transfer center uh, products, we've made them so that they can interact in a way and in kind of a hybrid SOA hybrid uh, SOA way with with the cloud. It is absolutely the, the right direction for us organizationally. It's been slow because of that integration. I would prefer if we would have maybe just built it from the ground up, if you will, for for entire cloud platform and not necessarily try to make all those integration points work right now. We would probably be further along in terms of where we are with respect to the IQ platform, but uh, regardless, it's been a transition that was needed with IntelliTracking to modernize how we operate and how we do business with our customers. And it sounds like by taking this type of approach, the one benefit was is that you were able to accommodate the needs of different customers at if they were at a different place on their journey uh, technology-wise? I think so, yeah. I think by offering, I guess, a cloud offering, some some hospitals are going to uh, accept that right off the bat. Some health systems are going to be uh, more acceptive to leveraging the software and hardware in, in an offering of security that is related by being in the cloud. Other hospitals are going to be a little bit slow to make that transition. So by having both of those op- options where they can do something on-premise in the meantime while they mature their their mindset around what the cloud is to them, we also have the ability to for some customers to provide, out, provide them a cloud-supported solution with our IQ platform, but even if they want to host specific in the cloud, but they aren't ready for, but we don't yet have the capability of what our throughput offering or CMS solution is in the cloud yet integrated directly, we can host it in the cloud for them and then provide them with integration or with, with the IQ platform so they're not maintaining any software on or hardware on their premise. So we, can, we, we provide them with several op- opportunities to, to, in essence, different options on how they may want to deploy based off where they are in their in their transition to the cloud. Making this type of shift, I imagine, was a big change for customers. How did you deal with any apprehensions they may have had to this shift? 
Uh, that's a good question. Obviously, when you start losing from from an IT perspective on prime, you know, in, within the hospital or within the health system, you, you hear the cloud. Do they think, okay, it's taking away my technology staff and it's taking away jobs from people in essence? But the reality of the situation is, it really enables those organizations to focus on how. Uh, use those technology resources to focus on how they want to better build an environment with which they have the software and hardware to support their users within their hospital or within the health system in general. That apprehension is, you know, at a, at a very technical level, if you will. But then there's also a kind of user apprehension. There's organizational apprehension around. Uh, you know, is the cloud going to be fast enough for me? Uh, is it going to be secure enough for me? Is it going to be cost effective for me from a business standpoint? And I think all those answers are are absolutely yes. We, we as you migrate to the cloud, it will be, it will perform for you and it will scale for you as needed based off of you. Uh, if you grow as your organization grows, it grows with you. It's it's absolutely uh, you know. The, in, the intent of having that centralized security, centralized environment allows for and enables us to easy, more easily secure and maintain the security instead of having a disparate 900 systems that are running at different customer sites and then all the different versions of software that may go on with go that may be out there because of potential security patches and fixes to software. It, it simplifies our management, but it also simplifies and reduces overall cost from a customer's perspective because we share that with uh, with an entire customer with an entire customer base. So, you you will over time eventually you will be paid you'll be charged what will be consumption based cost to you organizationally, and you only pay for what you use. As we migrate and as we mature from from our perspective of the cloud offering, there will be um, different approaches which we will continue to look for ways to reduce overall cost to our customers so you know there, there's been several apprehensions I'm sure that uh, you know around the IT infrastructure and what we might do to organization organizationally to them there's also the concerns where you know if everybody outsources if everybody provides a cloud so- a cloud software offering how do we manage you know 20 200 whatever companies that we work with their their migration to the cloud is going to be is going to be slow because of these these issues but from from overall cost perspective, from an overall security perspective, uh, ability to deploy software more quickly in a more controlled fashion, all these things are going to be, um, that, that are probably apprehensions now or issues now will be resolved as we migrate to the cloud over time. Michael, could you share how does the timing of a migration work? What are some of the key milestones along the way? Mm, that's a good question. So, you know, if you're a new customer, obviously we want to start there. Uh, so there's no migration from the standpoint of whether you're if you're already an existing customer and you have our software running on the on on your uh, on within your IT center or within your data center in your organization uh, there's various ways in which we can make that work. Okay, so the the migration aspect of it can be uh, where we are now. If it's just leveraging the existing IQ Cloud offerings that we have, and then integrate those with pulling your existing uh, CMS solution or CWS solution from your data center into into the cloud, and we manage that for you. Uh, that is a migration path that is pretty straightforward. It's basically, in essence, picking up your hardware, software, and ins- installation, and putting that as a virtual machine inside the cloud. It's not that's not a heavy lift. 
If you're an RTLS user, then we have to make that decision on how do we want to deal with the amount of information that you're sending and do you want to send that directly to the cloud or do you want to have some sort of filtering happening, happening at the hospital and then sending that out to the cloud. So there's different migratory paths depending on what pieces of software you have in, in your environment. But reality is we migrate you to the cloud we haven't fully built out the IQ platform to the level where we can migrate every one of our customers directly to our SaaS offering. So the, the hybrid solution in essence where we'd be now would be to pull in the current on-premise software, bring that into, into, the, into a cloud and make that work with the, the existing cloud uh, IQ platform in a kind of, in a, as I said, in a, hybrid, in a hybrid fashion. That is the interim solution. So you either stay on-premise we can host you right now, or as we as we grow the IQ platform, as we make it uh, more rich and more complete, and, and actually replace the existing on-premise capabilities inside of our IQ platform, then it'll be a function of migrating from a data perspective. With that migration, that'll go fairly seamless because we are in a process right now putting in a capability with our customers where we pull that data directly off of their their data center and bring that into our cloud offering anyway, and then make it secure and and managed by a tenant, unique identifier by tenant. It, it, it's a fairly straightforward migration. Again, it just depends on what you are looking forward to and what, what, what capability you need and when. That's exciting. Well, it certainly sounds like there's even more exciting developments on the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of things that are going to be happening over the next several years with respect to teletracking and its migration and adoption of cloud technology. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time. 